Hey people, January 2nd, 2019. Hope you guys are doing good for this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening. This is the Deanie Truths Podcast. Got uh, Cindy Liming from the Daily Dose of Awesome joining me today. You'll be hearing from her in a, in, a, in a little while. In the meantime, I'm actually on my computer this time. I'm actually recording with my real microphone and not using my phone. Um... I'm still burnt, but not as much. Um, I started meditating, uh, so now I'm going to be doing that uh, about 10 minutes worth of meditation every day. I even even talk about it uh, later on in the show, so you'll be able to hear me go over it with Cindy. Um, Got the working out still going on. Um, You know, got to... You know, tomorrow's another day, so got to get ready mentally prepared and ready to go I'd uh went out of the house for a little bit and you know that that you know that sort of helped out um I haven't been going out as much besides just working out but I just needed to get like a full day of well actually you know it was raining so I was mostly just driving around um just like trying to get out of the rain but (laughs) no uh I was actually also thinking of taking up uh playing guitar um I feel like I you know, need to play an instrument, sort of get me into the swing of things. Uh, I have an electric guitar, actually, that I that I have. I just don't know how to play it, so gotta try to learn how to play guitar properly uh, with some understanding. Because you know, I know sometimes it could be difficult learning a new instrument, but either that or keyboards. Because those are like my two preferable instruments. Either that, because we have a, I think we still have a keyboard somewhere in the house, but I'm not sure. Uh, may just have to good old, good old fashioned uh, electric guitar to go along with it. So we'll see. I uh, gotta figure out how I'm gonna set all that up and how much it's gonna cost me to take lessons. So with the meditation and the guitar, I'm actually gonna also take up reading novels as well. Uh, I got Murder on the Orient Express that I that I had just in my in my ebook library for a while so I'm actually going to read that uh finally after all this time it's bad, you know this was around the time the movie came out back like two like what was it 2 years ago so now you know that's going to change so I'm going to be reading that I'm going to take up a little bit of reading a little bit of uh, music playing a little meditation on top of everything else I'm doing so yeah, it's like some changes for myself mentally because, you know, it's not just physical health. It's also my mental health that I'm looking out for as well. So I'm trying to cover everything so that I don't drown myself too much with in my own thoughts because I overthink too much a lot. But then again, I've always thought like that. So that's why I'm changing everything up. So I don't know if you guys go through the same thing, but um, just something that I wanted to express here. All right, now let's talk to uh, Cindy Liming. Cindy, again, Daily Dose of Awesome podcast. Uh, this is her third time on this show. Uh, I'm going to leave a link in the description box if you want to check out her show, specifically on Anchor. 
Uh, if you do that, then everything will be dandy. So uh, you can check her out. I mean, she's really good at what she does. Um, and it's always great talking to her. So, I mean, we, we kind of bounce off of each other really well. So we're trying to see if we can get her and Cortez Richardson from the Four Pillar podcast together in the same room. So all three of us can do a show together. But we'll work that out in the, in the, in the next uh, few months or so. But in the meantime, here it is. This is the host of The Daily Dose of Awesome, Cindy Liming. All right, here we go. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Dini. How are you? Well, like I said before, burnt out still. Couldn't even do an episode yesterday. I had to uh, meditate a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I need to get back into that. I, I think I'm going to do that. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're that. welcome. Well, because no, here the interesting thing is, like, I... I've never done it before since yesterday. And I, when I did it, I started to realize, well, I, I've, I was noticing a lot of like inner pain that was going on throughout the, the course of uh, my entire being. So I was just like, Oh my gosh, I, I can't believe I've been ignoring it for that long. So wow, Wait, how long did you meditate for? Like 10 minutes. And you're saying that was your first time ever meditating. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nice work. Ten minutes Thank is tough. You. Well, it's uh, well, we're just doing the basics right now, so it's just like simple breathing. But um, they have did they have different programs that I'm allowed to use? Like once I'm done with the like the ten sessions of the basic, then I'm gonna move on to what's called um, uh, what what can't remember the name of it for some reason. But it has something to do with like being aware of your surroundings. Mm-hmm. So is that like mindfulness meditation or something yes, like that? Mindfulness, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Are you using an app or are you going somewhere for this? No. I I'm I'm a tech I'm a technological freak, so I use apps. Okay, so which app are you using? Uh Headspace. I used I use I wait, was it Headspace? Because I used does he have like a British accent? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. yes, I did use Headspace and then I also used Calm too. This is another oh. good one. Yeah, I saw a calm, but uh, I was like, okay. My my thing is like just focus on one app at a time. Don't go over. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm doing that. Um. How how's everything with you? Since I know since it's been a month since we last talked. Yeah, I'm um. I am doing okay. Yeah, my podcast is doing well. Um. And I just, I've just been very busy, like always, and overwhelmed with kids and their games and work. And, um, but I'm doing okay. I mean, I really need to, I need to get back into meditating. Like, I'm so glad you mentioned that because I used to do that more often. And, um, shockingly, uh, I've gotten away from it. Um, I keep saying I'm too busy to take the time to do that. But, um, and I don't know if you noticed this from just your, one session but um but if you take like your 10 minutes to meditate or however long you're going to do it you're actually like you'll you'll make up for that time later like i always feel like every time i meditate i am more productive than when i don't and i don't but um i just have been a little stressed i just did an episode on um conflict and confrontation and i literally said that i hadn't had to deal with it in a long time and then sure enough I've had to le- deal a little bit with some conflict and confrontation, but 
Um, but otherwise, I've been pretty good. Speaking of your pot, uh, speaking of the daily dose of awesome, like I know you're saying it's doing great. Um, how great has it gotten for you? Because I know you started back in, in July. like la last July. How's the, I yeah. mean about five more months until your one year anniversary? So no, yeah. Um, well, I I don't I know you're on the um, Facebook group, but like people have noticed a spike in listeners, and um. And I noticed the same spike in listeners, I'm not sure, or not listeners, but at least listens, I should say. Um, there was a big spike. And my average plays doubled, and um, and they keep going up. So I'm I'm happy about that. Oh, I mean, that's that's great for because uh, I've been uh, I've been checking out my my thing and I've I've noticed just a small increase. I, I'm not I've not been in that group of where like the um it's been spiking, but, um, you know, that's, uh, cause I just started like in like December with it. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, the math, I'm like halfway to like a thousand listens already. So mm -hmm. yeah. So, cause I got, well, I have like 11 people that listen almost every episode. So that, I mean, oh, okay. so, I mean, that, I mean, for, for something like that, I mean, wow, that's, that, I, I think that's pretty cool that people are, you know, sitting down and listening to it. I know you said like you, um, you take a day just like to listen to one podcast because it's like so many you have to listen to. I remember the last oh, time yeah. you were saying that. I got to cycle through to keep up and you post a lot. I can't, I can't keep up with you. I may have to just have a whole Dini day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I try, I, I, I do one mostly every day except yesterday. Like I, I just needed to, um, take a breather and this is like okay let's uh, not get on the f get off the phones like don't like get away from it just like just let just well, what my friend said just like um does it not go numb but it's like uh you just shut yourself off pretty much yeah. yep i get it yeah but hey let's uh that was yesterday today's today so so I know this month is for people that don't know. I've said this in the intro, but uh, for those of you that haven't listened again, um, this is for uh, Valentine's Day. I mean, that's a specific thing that people have said for um, February. That's like one of the most known days. So I'm bringing on people that have um, been involved in marriage in one way or another. And everybody's got like their own different journeys. Um with you, Cindy, I know you said yours is uh, a little bit different than the traditional style. So, um, I mean, that's always that's always welcome. I was like, I don't, I don't like discriminate against anybody that has like different ways of doing it. So, um, <laughs> well, how how is how is how is yours? Like, how did it all begin? Um, well, my marriage is. Uh, we've let's see, we got married. And if he hears this, I feel, I'm sorry that he, I have to think and do the math, but we got married in 2015 in July. So it'll be four years in July. Um, and this is my second marriage. And, um, and our marriage is very different because my husband lives an hour away from me. So we have two homes and um, he has um, his own career. He's a minister um, in another uh, in another city in Akron, south of me. And uh, he has his two boys and his boys go to school down there. And then I have my career up here. I'm a teacher and I've been teaching for over 20 years. And so when we 
got together. We didn't want to move our children. We we would rather um, the two of us sacrifice um, versus having the children have to move together in a home and, you know, all of the stress that goes along with that. So we just have two separate homes and then we see each other once a week. Um, and then every other weekend we see weekend. So um, that's how our our uh, relationship is just a little bit different. But I'll be honest with you. I I really like this. <laughs> um, I miss having him around and I miss him a lot, but um, that makes us um, choose our time a little bit more wisely than um, in a, a marriage where you live together. Um, so we like, we get along very, very well. Um, and uh, we tend to not uh, like, I mean, we get in some, you know, little arguments here and there, but we tend to not let, waste our time on that, where if you're living together, you might argue, argue, argue for days, and it'll take a while to get over it. Um, so uh, that's really nice. And we're like, just like dating all the time. So it's like we're married, but we're always dating. So like, um, typically, we'll like go out to dinner or something together. Um and we don't always have all the kids. There's a total of five kids all together. And sometimes we have, it's all of us. And, you know, when the kids are, you know, tired of all of them being together, it's time to go home. And when they get to hang out together, it's good. Um, so there's like all kinds of uh, benefits from living this way. Uh, I mean, of course, there are drawbacks because I would love to have my husband around, especially on the days that are hard. Um We've had a challenging week this week, so it would have been nice to be able to come home to each other. Um, but uh, but we're doing it, and um, honestly, I'm 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 very happy. I hope that he is too. I'm he seems like he is, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, we are very very much in love and um, and happy. I was just gonna gonna say because I I've you know, when you were when you were going through it, I was like, yes, um, this is. I mean. I wouldn't say it's different. It is different, but it's like I I'm used to hearing people say that though, because um I I I'm I'm finding out more and more that uh, people are now doing the almost the exact same way that you're you're doing your marriage, um, mm -hmm. and I gotta say like how it sounds like you're having a lot more fun than it would be in a traditional sense. Am I getting that? If am I getting that sense from you? you? Are exactly, yes, you are exactly right. It is, it is fun because like, like I said, I've been married before for, I, I don't know. I think I was married for 14 years and I'm um, not going to um, put my ex down, you know, or anything like that. I don't have any ill will towards him, but we did have a traditional marriage where we did live together. And um, and anyone who's listening to this who lives in the same house, you know you get set in your routine. And a lot of times when you have children together, you don't make that time to spend with your spouse. And so with Bill and me, we like have scheduled days, not very many, but we have scheduled days where we are children free. And, um, and as much as we love our kids, I feel like that we, because we get that time together, um, we are better for our children. Um, because that's one thing that goes by the wayside when you, when you're, you know, you live together, you've got all the kids. I mean, um, I think it's important though, if you have that traditional lifestyle where you're living together and you've got kids, you should definitely schedule 
time together and make that sacred. Um, and that's one thing that I did not do with my ex, which also caused a lot of problems later on. But um, if I had to give anybody tips on marriage, I would definitely say you must schedule time to go do something fun without the kids. Um, and it will keep your marriage much healthier. Okay. Because, you know, I'm still single, so I have not even like, close to being that but um but no i mean every I, I kind of i kind of get that same vibe from anybody that i've talked to that's married i'm always getting that um the people that have even been like married i have i have two friends that just got married like two months ago and i asked them like okay how does it feel like the first time it's like well it doesn't feel any different i mean we're still friends and i mean we're still bffs and you know we treat it as such but now it's just like official um, that we're together. Uh, but you know, it's, it's kind of like the same deal. It's like, they always make sure like throughout all the course of their work, uh, their, how many days they work, they always make time for themselves. And, and, you know, they have like a dog. So, I mean, they just recently got a dog. So it's like, okay, we're going to get away from the dog for like at least the <laughs> night and have it, somebody dog sit for us. Um, but no, it, it feels, it feels like the same way. Like no matter what type of situation you're in, it always feels like that's, one of the the few points that um, seems to stick with a lot of these people that have been successfully married for a long time or even a short time that are doing well for themselves. And, you know, me being the outsider looking in, uh, I'm always curious about that because I'm still like up in the air about whether I want to do that or not. I don't know if that's appropriate for me at yet, um, even though I'm still a young guy. But um, always it's always good to because I'm always fascinated by um, other people's, uh, uh, other people's, uh, situations. Yeah. It's a, it's scary because I mean, I don't know if this statistic is still true, but 50% of marriages end in divorce. So as a mm -hmm. single person, that's something that, you know, I would be a little weary of. Yeah. Well, I, I take a look at that and I, and I say to myself, okay, one of the things I like to do is I like to look at, um, why that is. Um, I read a lot of, I read a lot of, um, science stuff. So I'm like very, like, I, I, I've tried to find out like the scientific reason why this is like, why this happens? Why is it like this? And a lot of the times I'm finding out it's because they're not, like you said, like they're not taking time for themselves. They're not, you know, whether it's, whether it's the, that we're in the digital age. So whether it's like people are far away and they can't FaceTime for whatever reason, because, um, they even say like, you know, when you're in a situation like that, don't text, don't ever text unless of course it's like for logistical reasons. Like you need to send an address, you need to send a time, you need to send something through like a link or something. That's like the only time you should ever be texting. Um, but there's the, you know, I've, I found out that most divorces end because they're not really having that one-on-one -on -one communication. They just text and mm. yeah. And uh, even when, yeah, because they'll make plans through texting and they won't just be like, oh, no FaceTime, no calling if you're far away from each other. But um, that's one of the things I found out. So I'm like, OK, interesting. Now, and, it's even, and it even goes into the same thing with dating, too. It's like when you set up a date, it's like don't text after you've set it up, just call. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's that's the way that uh, that's the way everything goes. So um I don't know what it's like for like, I know, I don't know technology wise what it's like for you two, but I mean, FaceTiming, is that anything that you've ever considered? 
Um, we did do that for a little while, but this is, um, my husband is very old school, so he still has like a little flip phone um, and he can text on it. And so we, so sometimes we do need to text, but mostly um, we call each other on the phone. Um, and I don't, I mean, I gave him an iPad and we just, I don't know, we've gotten away from the FaceTiming. Um, maybe we should bring that back now that I think about it. But, but mostly we just, we talk on the phone and we have, we actually have a routine because that's one of the things that um, being far away from each other, like um, one thing is like, I, I call him every day at three o'clock when I get off of work. Um, and so like, he knows that if I haven't called in a while, something must be up. Um, or like we always, you know, always say goodnight. I think um, there's only been one night where we didn't talk to each other and say goodnight to each other. But um, those are just kind of our ways to check in because, um, you know, it, God forbid something were to happen, that would be kind of like the heads up, you know, where is she or where is he? What's going on? And because um, that's one thing that I struggle with because with the distance, it's like, um, I don't know if you do this, but um but like, if I can't get a hold of him, like I think he had a heart attack or something. Like if uh -huh. I always thought, like, if I didn't, if I don't hear from you, like I'll say in my mind, if I don't hear from him in thirty minutes, I'm like going to call all of his friends to get this sorted out. Like things like that, like kind of throw me into a panic. So we kind of um, have naturally come up with these set times that we make sure that we call each other at least check in. Okay, because you know that sounds very similar. Because I watch the show called Forensic Files. Uh, one of the a lot of times what happens is like people start panicking when they don't when 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 like a certain situation pops up when there's like a routine or whatever and that person doesn't answer the routine immediately they start filing a missing persons report and then it just <laughs> yeah and it just so and either and a lot of these officers are like yeah we got a lot of missing persons reports and then they just show up like 12 hours later they're like yeah I was in the I was doing something else and I'm sorry I forgot to tell you. So it's just yeah, you know, it's nothing. But our imaginations run. My imaginations run wild because as soon as yeah. I can't get a hold of them, I think car accident or heart attack or, you know, something. Because like we're both alone because of shared parenting. So like we're both alone at any given moment because our kids are with the other parent. So it's like, oh my gosh, I think um, he's hit his head or something and he can't, he can't call 911. And my mind just starts going crazy. But typically it's nothing. Yeah. Wow. So, I, I mean, you know, that just shows like, first of all, you care a lot. Um, that, that that's one thing. Uh, some people are you usually, usually if there's anything bad, you wait, uh, it's, they say like, wait 24 hours and there's still nothing. Then, you know, there's a problem. Um, right. so, so that being said, uh, you know, that I, I have to I deal I deal with that with one of my friends all the time. She's like, you know, you don't hear from her for a while. It's like, oh, did something happen? Because she usually is like one of those like night owls where she goes out all night. So it's like, oh, okay, did something oh. happen while the, during the you know, everything bad happens starts happening after one AM. So you always want to be wary of that stuff. So I, I I understand. I understand what that's like. All right. So let's transition now to the other uh topic which is uh being a person of color because even though you've said that you're um you're mixed you're like half caucasian and half uh filipino um that's still considered uh that's still considered mixed because uh, that's still considered a person of color it's like you have to be either all caucasian or not um so okay. for 
Yeah, because I, I even looked it up like it, just as soon as we were about to go on the air, I even looked it up again. And yes, mixed are considered people of color. So, um, you know, considering that, you know, February is uh, considered Black History Month, I thought I'd go a step further and, you know, cover everybody uh, instead. So um, I know since you, Cindy, are, like I said, you're, you're half and half. Um, how's that been for you going through the course of your entire life up to this point? Because I know you've said on another episode that, you know, being, you know, being mixed, like you've had problems. I remember like there was an episode you were talking about that and that was like really intriguing because I have no idea what that's like. I've never had that problem. But, you know, what again, I throw it to you. What was it like for you up to this point? Um, well, like, like just did that episode. Um, I think I called it let other pe the importance of letting other people be themselves, um, on my show. Um, and so if you wanted more detail on that, you can give that a listen at your daily dose of awesome. But, um, but in a nutshell, like I grew up in an all white town in the 1980s and it was a very small town. And so, um, and I don't look white at all. Like I don't, I just, I look a hundred percent Filipino, but I think what gets people is that I'm pretty tall, um, for an Asian and, um, but like going to school at those times, like was horrible. Um, I got picked on every day. Um, and I can, it, it was so like, what's the word? So detrimental to me that I remember the first day I got picked on and I also remember when it ended. Um, and I got picked on from the first time I got onto the school bus when I was in first grade. And then, um, and then all the way, the, the kids that bullied me um, were a year older than me. And, um, and they were relentless. And um, it was every day until they finally graduated. It finally tapered off. Um, and, but then, of course, I would see them out, and and honestly, even as adults, it it still came up. It was so ridiculous. But um, but the things that they were saying to me were always about my looks, and um, and I was just this little. I see. I looked like this little skinny Asian girl. Um, I really don't know what their problem was with me because I didn't ever want to. I was shy as a kid, and. Um, just never really wanted to say anything to anybody. I didn't want to draw any attention to me because I was already getting picked on. Um, and if you've ever been picked on, you know, as a kid, like constantly, you try to just blend in with everything so that you nobody notices you. And so I pretty much tried to spend um, most of my life in school just trying to be like everybody else. I um, and that's one thing that I wish um, kids would realize is that um, think it's way cooler to like be you. Um, and I learned that the hard way because uh, I just, I didn't really, well, honestly, you know, when you're growing up, you don't really know who you are, I guess. And you're trying to figure that out. But um, I just wanted to be hidden all the time. Um, and they would always find me, <laughs> mm. but they really made me feel ugly. Um, I was born here. Um, and as a child, and I knew I was born here, I was born at, um, in, I believe I was born in Oberlin or Elyria hospital, which is here in Ohio. And I had grown up in South Amherst for, you know, it started when I was six years old. And, and as far as I knew, that's where I had always lived. And I didn't understand why the kids were telling me to go back to my own country. 
Um, it just didn't make, it was very confusing to me as a child. Um, and I felt ugly. I had no confidence at all. Um, and then, um, and then ironically, uh, the man that I am married to now, um, honestly is the first person that made me feel comfortable and actually made me feel really beautiful. Um, and I actually now am, I am very, very happy with who I am. Um, and I have a lot more confidence than I did growing up. So um, in a nutshell, that would be my, my journey of growing up. And, and so like after that, now, you know, after all of that has happened, I, I definitely learned a lot um, about a lot of things in life. But um I'm very happy with who I am now, but it, it's just unfortunate that it could, I wasted so much time getting to the point where I am right now. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm understanding you a little bit more now because, um, when you were saying like he was the first person to ever like see you as for who you were, I mean, I've, you know, I still struggle with that a little bit because, you know, while I'm not necessarily like, race wise i'm not necessarily like in the same boat as you but um you know i'm on the autism spectrum um so you know being growing up as a little um autistic kid uh certainly didn't help matters because i was always given special treatment from the school and the teachers and everybody looked down on me for that um one of the things i would do uh, well a little thing i did differently than you was i would always fight the kids that made fun of me um mm -hmm. and then after and then afterwards, they wouldn't say anything because I I, I threw some pretty good punches. Um, and back and back in the night and back in the nineties, you didn't get in trouble for like hitting, uh, like for fighting. Actually, they actually they actually thought it was like good for you. You actually stood up to them. Uh, so you know that was always considered like good. But nowadays, you can't do that anymore. Um, but no, uh, you know it, it's still hard because you know I mean one of my friends like completely uh, well doesn't understand but completely accepts me for it but you know it's still kind of iffy because they just don't really understand what that's like so um you know you know that you know the journey is um still a little bit uh still a little bit different but at the same time you know it's great that you you found somebody that is fully accepting of it and you know now that all of that you know the bulliness is over with and like from like almost it's almost getting to the point where it's like, really? It's almost like 40 years now? Holy, wow. The 80s didn't seem that mm -hmm. far away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it. I'm over it, you know, really. I, I, I mean, I've been talking about it just because I've had podcast episodes come up and you're asking me about it now. I mean, I, I, it is who I, because all of that happened, it's made me who I am today. Um. So, I mean, it's okay. Like looking back now, it's okay that that happened. Um, but, uh, and I've, you know, I've, I can forgive people and, and move on. Um, but I definitely feel like, you know, I living in the world that we live in, I, we, people don't accept other people as they are. And I feel like a lot of um, mental health issues could be possibly worked out a little bit better if we could just be open and accepting of other people. It, and even in like the political world and social media, I mean, I feel like everybody just let other people be who they are. Like 
let other people have their opinions. Let people look the way they look. Let people dress the way they're going to dress. I mean, who cares? Because really, that's not really what's important anyway. When it all boils down, we're all the same on the inside. Yeah, I, I definitely under. Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, and I think it's just a matter of, and, and this is one thing that I've uh, I've noticed throughout the course of, of things. Uh, we're not being as transparent as we would need to be. We're not being as vulnerable as we need to be. Um, a lot of times we hide our 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 insecurities and our weaknesses because if we uh, you know if we actually said those things, one of the things that I I think people get worried about is that they're going to be looked down on. That's like, oh my god, yeah. you're you're expressing yourself that way. Like, what are you doing to yourself? Like, mm -hmm. I think that's one. Of, that's the main reason why people are so like this is because they don't want to be vulnerable because they're afraid of what society is going to think of them in that sense. And, you yeah. know, you know, it, you know, social acceptance is, you know, pretty important in order to survive. I mean, we've been doing that for thousands of years. So, um, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, as time goes on, that's definitely changing. Um, but that's one of the things that I also want to focus on when, as I develop, um, and, you know, to get this, you know, as this podcast keeps going on, that's what I'm trying to develop also. And then the media company, once I answer all the questions for the plan, then I'm going to, you know, try to get people to be more open, be more vulnerable, be more transparent so they don't have to worry. And, you know, being accepted for it, regardless of how people feel or think, you know, so that's one of the things that I think is will be beneficial. But, you know, it's a slow process. You know, it's not going right. to happen overnight. I feel like if people would let their insecurities out a little bit, it, it really is part of your charm. Yeah. I mean, like, especially like with you, you put yourself, we both as podcast hosts, we're putting ourselves out there and we actually have people that are listening. And like, if you, I mean, do you listen to other podcasts? You know, do you listen to other podcasts? Hmm. Yes. I listen yeah, to so yours. Like, uh, yeah. And like, um, those people there, I mean, all podcast hosts are obviously putting themselves out there and I like and relate to the ones that are just being themselves because I've noticed like everybody has insecurities and the shows that I listen to, it's like when they put themselves out there, it's like, oh my gosh, I have the same, I have the same insecurities. It is so nice to know that other people aren't perfect. That is awesome. Yeah. It's like even though I even though I like say things here and there, um, and I do believe a lot of the things that I say on the episodes, and I full throttly do all of them all the time. Uh, there's days like the past few episodes where I'm saying like my episode title is "I'm burnt out" or "I'm still burnt out." Um, you know, it's I, I I always feel it's best to live in the moment as it's happening, not you know, don't try to force yourself into trying to come up with an episode like an idea for an episode right off the bat um you know just you know say however you feel the thing i do is i don't even think about what uh the title for my episode is going to be until i'm done recording it so yeah like, i do that too yeah so i will record it i got the title and, and then i'm like okay what did i say throughout this thing that's going to get that would be necessary to you know to get the, you know, to get people to understand what this episode's about. Then I, then I do finish it af uh, after that. So it's good that we're on the, it's good that we almost think the same when it comes to that. I mean, and I, I know I, I, I haven't, I haven't listened to podcasts as of this week, but 
Um, I, I noticed, yeah, I noticed that, um, we had some, some, you had something almost like uh, about that. It's like, uh, oh yeah, your Spotify playlist that actually convinced me to actually do something for myself, an episode where I was talking about, oh, Hey, here's what I listen to when I go to the gym and here's, uh, like I listen oh, to a yeah, lot of, I love that. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what, what's gotten into me lately, but this whole Spotify creating playlists is really fun. Um, it was fun. I put it on my Facebook group and then, um, I, my, just the people I happen to attract in my Facebook group are very much into music. And so as soon as I was like, Hey, I want to make a, you know, um, cause my kids and I listen to music in the morning and, um, and when I put it out on Facebook and I decided I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make our first daily dose of awesome, um, playlist morning edition. And, um, and so I was like, who wants to put a song on there? What song energizes you in the morning? And so, um, they, my Facebook group just went crazy. Like I got so many songs I couldn't even like put them all on the playlist. <laughs> so it's been a lot of fun and, um, and I like it. And it was cool because, um, my members of my group gave me music that I had forgotten about and, um, music I'd, I'd never heard of before. And so I may do one a month, like, you know, for February, I might put out their, um, love songs because it's February, you know? Yeah. So I might put that one out next. Oh, that's, that's nice. Um, but the thing, uh, so when I cut, when I do my, when I, since we're talking about playlists, um, you know, one of the things like I started doing was I started listening to a playlist that is all just, like I said, it's just mostly like video game music from like the, like the early two thousands. Cause a lot of that was very, um, rock and rollish and it, it feels like very energizing, especially when you're doing cardio, it keeps you focused. Um, you're not, you're not thinking about the exercise too much. It's just, you're in the moment and you know, you, you keep going until you can't go anymore. Whether it's like, if yeah, you're doing that a playlist you made, or that's a playlist you found on Spotify. Uh, no, it's something that I'm making as of this moment. Um, I'm still not. Oh, 100%. Hey, so yeah, I'm still not 100% completed yet, but I'm 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 working on getting the um uh the the all the songs down. And I'm trying to make it for cuz I know people they they work out for an hour, so I'm trying to make it so it's like an an hour long thing. So if I'm I'm trying to separate it too between strength training and then cardio. So I'm trying to figure out exactly it's like okay, what's good for each like uh let's what's a good little thing and then I'm trying to balance it out between like okay, you're you're warming up and then finally when you get to the end like that's like the best part of the workout. Last set, best set as they say. Yeah, that's a great. I love that idea. That's awesome. Mhm. Mm well, thank you. Um and even just for like a regular day like I'm uh uh, I'm making I'm making a playlist where um, it pretty much runs like 16 hours. So what I'm doing is it starts out with like like a breakfast song, and then it goes like you know going during the day, and then like midpoint midway through it's like starts like it's like around lunchtime. So there's like songs about lunch, and then you go down because <laughs> there's actually songs where people are like, oh yeah, let's talk about lunch, and they sing about lunch for whatever reason. But it's it's oh pretty fun pretty funny you are you in my facebook group because if you're no. if you're not you need to join you need okay. to get in there and and share your playlists in there because my people will love it that's yeah. awesome yeah yeah i'll, I'll definitely yeah you gotta send you gotta send me uh like a link or something and then i can actually get in because okay, uh, i'll do that all right cool
So yeah, and then uh, what was it? And then once that's over with, and then get to dinner, and then there's there's songs about dinner somewhere, and then like once it gets to like in the very end, that's like like when you're starting to go to sleep. So I play like some soothing like um, uh, sleeping music at the very end. That so, is great. I love yeah. that idea. Yeah, I, I found it. I found a very good breakfast song actually. So it's like when you wake up and you're about to start getting uh, through the day. I found like a very good Pink Floyd song. It's called Alan's Alan's Psychedelic Breakfast. Um, oh, I have to ask my husband about that. He's a huge Pink Floyd fan. I'm sure he knows that song. Yeah, it's like, and the good thing is, like, the song is like 12 minutes long, so it's like it's lasts for like the entire duration of when you're eating your breakfast. So as soon as you're done. Like it's perfect. It's like, that's when the song ends. Like usually it takes people about 10 minutes to eat, like to make breakfast and eat it. So it's like perfect. If you're like, you're waking up and you're making it and you're eating it and then boom, song's done. And then you move on to the rest of your day. So, um, yeah, so I'm still working on that. That's a, that's a project in and of itself, but, um, I will definitely share it on your the group chat and for everybody else when uh, it gets made. Okay. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. I'll hold you to that. Cause that's, I love that idea. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah. So, oh my God, we've been talking for about a good 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to probably have to go soon. I got to get um, one of my kids off to their game here in a little bit. Yeah, no, I understand. I didn't want to keep you up too much, but no, I've, it's always a lot of fun talking to you. So um, yeah, I'm going to have you, I want to get you back on next month. I'll keep a, keep okay, a, yeah. yeah, keep you, keep a, checking up on you see how you're doing hey that sounds great all right so uh i'll let you go cindy and then uh we'll talk uh, we'll talk next uh, next month all right you have a great rest of the day hey you too see ya Bye-bye. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this episode of the dini truths podcast again if you want to check out cindy's daily dose of awesome show the link is in the description box as well as all of the platforms that I am on, whether it be the podcasting platforms or YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all of that is there. So you can hop into the, this episode's description box and check out all the different episodes that I'm on. All right, guys, I will catch you tomorrow. It's Super Bowl Day. We won't be talking about it, but just to give you a heads up, people are going to be excited or not excited, depending on your preference of football. Uh, so until I see you guys tomorrow, Arrivederci, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your day, afternoon, evening, whenever you are listening. See ya.